Jackson Hayes leads the Pelicans to a win over the Sacramento Kings, and that means it's postseason time. The Pelicans clinched their spot in the play-in tournament, though it's not entirely done. Let's celebrate today in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Wednesday we're celebrating. I don't have bottles to pop. I don't have like confetti or anything like that. Also, it's like midnight right now, so I don't want to wake anybody up by doing anything like that. But we get to celebrate as the Pelicans make the play-in tournament officially with their win over the Sacramento Kings 123-109. And thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast five days a week, Monday through Friday. No paywall or anything like that. Just Pelicans talk every single day subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on youtube tell a friend about the show leave a five-star review with a comment and we're happy what a turnaround for new orleans after the way they started the season terrible right terrible team and look where they are now is the play in tournament like the top of the mountain or anything like that no it certainly isn't but you know what it's okay Again, given a 1-12 start, 3-16 start, this is mighty impressive what the Pelicans have done. This was a massive end of the season and something they can build a lot of momentum on. So you should be happy with this, even if it's not a home court advantage seed, a top four seed in the Western Conference. It's still damn impressive all things considered. And yes, I know about the Zion stuff on Jordy Collada's show. Friend of the show. I've been on his show plenty of times before. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, but I want to focus on this team, the play-in tournament, the success they've had this year. So we'll get into all of that tomorrow. So first, the game. 123-109 over the Sacramento Kings. The tanking Sacramento Kings, right? This one was a little bit tougher than it should have been. No De'Aaron Fox, no Demonis Sabonis. They were basically shutting things down. But one thing we've seen time and again with these teams that are tanking, they try hard. Those guys want to have a spot in the NBA. Damian Jones wants to have a long career in the NBA, right? Davion Mitchell is trying to establish himself as a starter, as a premier player in the NBA. They're not going to give up and you can't come in with a lack of energy because they will outplay you if that is the case. And so with no Jonas Valanciunas for the New Orleans Pelicans, they came out and they struggled a little bit. And they made this one more nerve-wracking than it needed to be. Had a double-digit lead, let the Kings get back in it at the end of the first, uh, end of the half. But then the third started to get underway. They built some separation, let the Kings come back in. And then in the fourth quarter, they decided, nah, we're, we're done playing. Started to ratchet up the defense. Things went well. Some of the problems still presented themselves. You know, you saw Devontae Graham, who had a better game. He made three threes in this one, made five shots, scored 16 points. That's good for, sorry, 14 points. That's great for him. Pratt played more minutes than Jose Alvarado. I don't know how I really feel about that one. 
But you had Jackson Hayes that was going to be the guy to take this team home. 23 points, 12 rebounds. He made two threes in this one. He was excellent. This was a guy who just decided they're going to play no real bigs against me a ton. I can go out and I can dominate. And he absolutely did. His length of the four, big time problem for the Sacramento Kings, starting alongside Billy Hernan Gomez. You want to see these types of performances from him as I hit everything here. He still has tons of talent. He started to put it together more so than he did last year. He ended last year on a good run. They came out this year really sloppy, not playing well. This year, he's had a very strong, consistent run as your third, fourth guy. That's all you need out of him right now. And I still maintain, and maybe we'll talk about this tomorrow, that he's the ideal big man to pair next to Zion Williamson. I truly truly believe that he is capable of being that guy and can fit so well alongside him so to see him have this performance step up when they needed when when this team needed someone to carry them yes sign me up for that Brandon Ingram was off in this game 5 of 15 from the field so you needed someone to punch above their weight that's what Jackson Hayes did here you also had CJ McCollum scoring 23 so it was a balanced effort kind of all around you also got a good game again out of Devontae Graham. Larry Nance Jr. had a couple of nice plays, looked a little bit more like himself. But really one of the bigger stars of this one, I thought, was Trey Murphy. And we had yesterday's show, and I said, I think they want to try and have him be the closer to close games with him. Yeah, that makes sense. And they gave him a lot of run in this one at times. 18, almost 19 minutes, and he delivered. Four of four from three. Two of two from the line, two rebounds, not one turnover, 14 points. Yeah, have yourself a night, Rook. That's what they want to see. A couple of good box outs in defense, too. You had to like what you saw out of him. To see him growing, too, only adds to the depth of this team. And so, I'm feeling a little bit better, right? No no Valanciunas. Again, this was going to be tough. You've been also on the road for about 10, 11 days now on, on a West Coast road trip away from home. That drags on you after a little bit. They're going to need to tighten certain things up. You can't let another team outplay you, let alone a team that's not good. But if you can fix some of those things, you'll feel good about them at least getting one win, hopefully at home. We'll talk about that coming up here in a second in the play-in tournament. But you want these guys to step up. You're seeing them win and you're seeing player development. Yeah, it's a good day to be a Pelicans fan. So go get your play-in tournament tickets. If there's any still available, I'm not actually sure if they are. But it's going to be a lot of fun. And also keep an eye out for some fun stuff day of um, before the home game if it's there. And then a watch party if it is not. There'll probably be a lot of watch parties, actually. But the Pelicans clinch. As I'm saying this, the Lakers are losing too badly to the Phoenix Suns. Good day all around. Postseason for the first time since 2018 for your New Orleans Pelicans. So coming up, let's look at this season a little bit more. What's left, right? Can they take it easy? We talked a little bit about that yesterday. Let's look over these next couple of games, what to maybe expect and see from this team, where they stand, what are things looking like. We'll touch on the Lakers pick too. Then I want to talk about Willie Green in the turnaround from what they've had here this season as well, because he is such an important job 
um, an important part of that. So that's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that gives you the features of $200 sunglasses for a fraction of the price. That means polarized lenses, well-constructed, durable frames, and premium, premium high-end finishes. And also something you won't find anywhere else is the Shady Rays Insane Protection Program. Shady Rays includes lost and broken protection on every single pair. They will send you a brand new pair if you lose them no matter what happened. Give them a try and if you don't love them, you'll pay absolutely nothing. It's as simple as that. Plus, 10 meals are donated to Fight Hunger in America when you shop with Shady Rays. And exclusively for Locked On listeners, head to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code Locked On. That's promo code Locked On to get 50% off, 50% off just in time for the summer, right? On two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code Locked On for their best deal of the season. 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays sunglasses backed by over 150,000 verified five-star reviews. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available five days a week for you all. The only podcast coming to you like this, talking about everything you want to know about this team, the play-in tournament. We're going to have a whole Zion episode tomorrow. But look, I don't want to take the shine off this team and their accomplishments right now. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment because you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's show for sure or any going forward as the Pelicans get into the postseason again for the first time since 2018. And they're going to have a top 10 pick because the Lakers are losing. That is for sure. The Lakers are losing. They're basically guaranteed to have the eighth pick. That's where it's going to end up falling, which means New Orleans can get that or they can get it if it jumps into the top four. They can also keep their top four pick. If you were to think about like kind of best case scenarios when Zion's not playing, and I talked about this last week, we did an episode of like, is the Pelican season a success? And I said, expectations need to be a moving, living thing, right? You can't just set them in stone at the beginning of the season. And then Joe, I'm not going to move off of that. You get new information that can change your expectations, make them higher, make them lower. Certainly it's made it lower here, I think, in New Orleans. This is like the best damn case scenario. Almost, look. There's a scenario where New Orleans loses in the play-in tournament and they ended up with the number one and the number two pick in the draft. Let's be realistic here and look at kind of best-case realistic scenarios, like things that can happen. Getting a top 10 pick, getting a taste of the postseason, even if it's just winning one game but playing two in the play-in tournament, that's good. For where they were, which looked dead in the water when there was... You know, blood out there for David Griffin coming from me too and his job. That's not great when there were a lot of rumors about Zion one out. And certainly in the interview he gave with Jordy Collada, you can hear the friction that they've had before. Or not he, but Lee Anderson, his stepdad. You could hear the friction before. But that seems, and we'll talk about it again more tomorrow, to be melting a little bit. And there's a better relationship there than there has been before. You finally find the head coach that you really want. We'll talk about Willie Green in the next segment. This is, all things considered, a 1-12 start, 3-13 to start the season. This is good. You have C.J. McCollum, who looks like a key piece for next season and going forward. Brandon Ingram has grown as a player in ways that we weren't expecting with his passing and commitment to defense. Herb Jones has been a revelation. I was on WWL radio yesterday talking about uh, Trey Murphy. And I said, you know, he hasn't had a number of games where he puts it all together, but you're seeing flashes, good shooting, 
good defense, good rebounding, off-ball work trying to cut, which he did a lot of in this one. And he hasn't put it all a ton together yet and had one of those big games where, wow, that dude has multiple, multiple skills. But you're seeing these skills rise up. So development of that rookie. Jose Alvarado being a bit of a sensation too. Being a guy that can be a good enough backup point guard for you going into next season. All of this, all of this, right, when you factor in the picks, makes this season a success. Again, is it winning a title? No. Are you going to hang a banner for this? Eh, it would be kind of fun. We've seen stupider banners than that get hung up in, in places. But no, you're not hanging a banner for making the play-in tournament as the ninth or 10th seat. And their work isn't done yet, right? We're kind of assuming that they're going to be ninth. But they're only a game up on the San Antonio Spurs, who just beat the Denver Nuggets without DeJounte Murray, while Nikola Jokic was awesome. And they beat him pretty handily. Okay, a little weird there. So the work for New Orleans is not done in the regular season just yet. Maybe, just maybe. Don't don't jump to conclusions yet. They'll get some reinforcements from Zion Williamson. Seems like it is at least somewhat on the table. So yeah. This is a good season. This team fought hard. The vibes are high. Like, high. Did you see that video that the Pelicans posted after the sh- about during their shoot-around, whatever it was? Posted it after, but it was during the shoot-around. Let's talk about that and Willie Green coming up next, because that's maybe the biggest thing. Like, if you want to make kind of a list of takeaways of what's massive, what we saw in that video absolutely a really really important part of that so that's coming up here next in today's episode of locked on pelicans before we do that though today's episode of locked on pelicans is brought to you by built bar built bar is the best tasting protein bar period full stop it's really that simple if you're eating a protein bar for breakfast or because you want a lighter lunch and you eat one as a meal replacement or before or after a workout to get a bunch of protein for your gains you may as well eat the best tasting one and that's what built bar is you're going to think you're eating a candy bar. They're soft. They are chewy. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. They're not dense. They're not like a brick. They're not chalky and dry where you need to chug a bottle of water or something like that. These things are awesome. I eat one every single day. I like a lighter lunch. I usually get a smoothie and eat a built Bar. And I look forward to it because they are covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like I'm eating a candy bar except I'm eating something good for me. They're low in calories and high in protein. So if you have too many snacky things, replace them with a Built Bar and give their Puff Bars a try. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're really light. They're fluffy. The Trail Puff Bar is one of my favorite ones. And most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar or any other bad thing for you, even other protein bars. Built Bar is going to win by taste. It's going to win by their macros as well. Try the mint brownie. You won't be disappointed. And you can get a mixed box where you get two of each of the nine main flavors that they have. Plus, there's always special flavors coming out there. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at Built.com. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, Monday through Friday. No paywall. Anyone else coming to you with Pelicans talk like this? And there's a lot to be excited about. In the play-in tournament, like I said, hang the banner, jokingly. But also, this is an accomplishment for this team. Expectations move. 
Before we heard about the Zion injury, if you had told me this, I'd be like, eh, I'm not too excited. That probably means something went wrong. Something did go wrong. Something went really wrong. We'll talk about that more tomorrow when we talk about Zion Williamson. So to get into the playing tournament, really incredible thing to end up with a top 10 pick because the Lakers just basically did something in the bed. Thumbs up to that as well. So this is an incredible turnaround for New Orleans. The most impressive part, the biggest part you could argue of the turnaround though, belongs to head coach Willie Green. It's so unbelievable the way he's managed to change the locker room and the culture around this team in one season. Night and day from Stan Van Gundy. And look, again, I I don't think Stan Van Gundy did a good job. He deserved to be fired, basically, and I'm not complaining about that. He had a tough gig with some of the COVID restrictions, but seriously, it, it just didn't mesh with these guys. And Willie Green certainly has. And maybe we shouldn't be shocked at the complete turnaround, right? When you're at rock bottom, everything looks like up to you. When you've been down so long, it all looks up, right? Like that's kind of what was going on with the team last year to where they are this year. And to see how much fun they're having now after Josh Hart, who's like the most likable dude ever, was like, I wanted to quit playing basketball because I hated this so much. To, To go from that to this is incredible. Look at that video of shoot around for New Orleans. They are screaming. They are loud. They're jumping up and down. They are having more fun than you could imagine. This is from two years ago when J.J. Reddick said it was the quietest team he's ever been around to that. They're not quiet right now. They are screaming. They are yelling. They are having the best time. The point that Zion came back and wanted to be part of this and... That seems to have really helped ease some of the tension between him and the front office. There is still some. We will get into that tomorrow. But that's a lot of Willie Green, right? That brotherhood, that atmosphere that's built, that chemistry, that culture. Yes, it is a culture now. I feel very comfortable in saying that. This was a tremendous job by Willie Green. And you're seeing this trend, right? You're seeing this trend around the league of teams hiring Guys who are former players, whether they were amazing Hall of Fame players like Jason Kidd, Chauncey Billups, really guys who got like a taste of the league but not much, Emi Udoka being one with the Boston Celtics who's had a really good turnaround too. A lot of those guys are important. They have lived through what these players are going through. It's not Stan Van Gundy yelling at these dudes, right? Willie Green goes, I've been exactly where you are. The Lakers, as I'm recording this, are officially eliminated from playing contention. That was kind of fun. Uh, 99.6% chance to go to New Orleans. That's pretty cool. Uh, You know, he can say, I've been there, right? A role player who wants to stay in the league and needs to listen to the coach to kind of hang on and play a little bit better. Willie Green was that dude. He was a role player. Played almost a a decade plus. They're going to listen to that guy, right? He played with Chris Paul. He's played, He's coached around the uh, Steph Curry. He can go to guys like Brandon Ingram and go, this is what you've got to do. This is what I did. This is what I've seen Steph Curry do, and on and on and on. And that works. That, sorry, works. And so you've really seen this turnaround come from him and finally, finally getting the coaching hire Right. That's what you've needed to see from this team. And they 
did it. Credit to them. Credit to David Griffin for making the right moves. The last offseason was terrible. This past one, really good. And including the season by getting C.J. McCollum. Valanciunas, good trade. The draft was great. Trey Murphy, Herb Jones. You can kind of include Jose Alvarado in that as an undrafted free agent. They've done a tremendous job. You should be super proud of this team. And it's not over yet. There's a little bit more to go. And maybe, maybe we get a big surprise coming up soon. Let's talk about Zion tomorrow. But for now, enjoy it. Be proud of this team. Credit to them. Credit to Willie Green, David Griffin, Zion Williamson, CJ McCollum, all of the guys on here. Jackson Hayes for getting this win in the bag and clinching. Fun night to be New Orleans Pelicans fan. Wear your merch with pride. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you very much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Zion episode tomorrow about Lee Anderson's interview on the Jordy Collada show.